California and a combined weight of 426 pounds, the team of Stan O'Leary and Ramses Rivera, they are a plastic joint. Uh, yo. <laughs> Brain. Yay. Boo. Ernst. <laughs> and in the ring to my right. From SmackDown, weighing at 5,000 tons, he eats people and chews them out. This is Ryback. You know what, Stan? Good knowing you. I'm out of here. Oh, fuck you. I'm, oh, I, fuck you. I'm outrunning you. <laughs> Not if I can power walk out of this. <laughs> I can actually run. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> no, no, no. If that ever happens, I think both of us will be dead. <laughs> no, we, 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 I just, I take, I, I'd run. <laughs> I'd be this big, I'd just be this big fat word just running away. If we ever had to fight Ryback. Yeah, just like Jinder Mahal. We just like run away and then like, he just look at us like, go back here. <laughs> He's been doing the smart thing, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I'll t that's actually... I can't give him that. This has been pretty damn smart feud. Indeed. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that later, but uh, welcome to Count Out the Plastic... Um, oh my god, I, I feel like I just got hit by Ryback. <laughs> welcome, to uh, welcome to Count Out the Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Plastic Joint. There you go, thank you. Yeah, see this, yeah, see, this is what happens when you get kicked in the head by Ryback or something, but I guess... Alright, stand the man here with Ramses. We're gonna bring another week of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Last week we talked about that episode one thousand one is gonna be up yeah, one thousand one. I know, I know but last week when we talked about Raw, we were talking about how one thousand one episode is gonna be the pivotal episode. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, without further ado, shall we get into it? Yes, please. Yeah, will this be a glorious comeback or will it be another train wreck? Alright then. Of the business. Monday Night Raw, 1001 episode. Cincinnati, Ohio, July 30th, 2012. At commentary, Jerry Lawler and Michael Cole. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
They're commentating. So, he showed a video package from the one historic 1,000th episode of Raw. And after that, CM Punk music hits and he comes out just... He just comes out swinging mm -hmm. on the mic. Yeah, he comes out and he, he, he comes out and literally... He, start, he starts talking about how the belt should be the most important thing on Raw. And that, you know, Jerry Lawler should have not said the things. And he sits Indian style just belittling little Jerry Lawler. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And he pretty much said the Rock is not WWE Universe. He's just one man, you know. And he, said, he pretty much said that CM Punk deserves more respect than the Rock. I don't blame him. I mean, look what we were yeah. talking about. Yeah, look what we were talking about last week, where it's like we the 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 end of our argument was literally who's who's closing all the pay per views. CM Not Punk. CM Punk. And yet, I know, I know it should have been CM Punk, but yet it's The Rock that closes all the pay per view and John Cena. Yeah, John Cena mainly, but whenever 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 The Rock's involved, he is too. Yeah. So yeah, I don't blame him. Like when when he said those promos, I was just like. Bravo, bravo. Mm -hmm. And I was down with and, it. I was I was down with this until the very end of the until the very end of the show. Okay, we'll get to that later. But at the very least, this promo, like it was right on cue. I mean, I mean, let's face it. Like he's the one that's been on the show, like on and on. And, on. and I'm not just saying this because I'm a CM Punk fan. But let's be real. Like. You compare the ratio of how many times you see CM Punk and how many times you see The Rock as well. He's out making a movie. Not just that, but who's 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 the one busting his ass in like in like thirty in like twenty thirty minute matches every 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 Raw. Not yeah. not and not um not um not John Cena. Yeah, and you know something that I think some of the crowd gets at as well because the crowd reaction was. Pretty damn mixed. Yeah, like you know, I understand where they're coming. Like the thing is, I actually saw it, it was very positive when I when I was listening to it. It's like it was very positive for the most part. So it's like you know what, I'm not what he said, but like I said, like when we get to it later, I'm like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but anyway. So first match of the night: Santino Marella versus Alberto Del Rio. And, and and literally, um, Alberto Rio murders uh mur murders Santino viciously on on TV. Yeah, why should we ever be surprised? Come on. I mean, it's like yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like it was. It, that's the thing. It's like all I remember was him just dominating most of the match. Yeah, that's. And, but then after the match is where it got interesting. Like, Delario grabs Mike and Prima says, you know, everyone is below him, beneath him, including Sheamus. So, from now on, he's, until SummerSlam, he is not going to get in any match. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what a heel. <laughs> Hashtag, what a heel. Hashtag what a heel. Let's let's go, let's get that running, guys. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. When you talk about Alberto Del Rio, hashtag what a heel. What a heel. Yeah, I think he earned it after the Comic Con, but that's a that's a side point. So 
and after that, after that, you know, after that defiance, we see on backstage Daniel Bryan trying to, you know, trying to muster up whatever he's got left to knock on the new general man- manager AJ's office. Mm-hmm. He was like, mm, do I want to do it? No, do I, I don't want to do it. Yes, I want to do it. No, I don't want to do it. Yes, I want to do it. No, I want to do it. So we saw him so, so, go on. Yeah, so after the commercial break, Brothers Clay is dancing, and then Vicky Girl comes down to the ring, and just, oh, God damn it. Oh, like... Why? Like, why is she in the middle of the fucking ring dancing? She's dancing like Elaine from Seinfeld. I'm pretty sure someone, I'm pretty sure Vince barely saw Seinfeld like, Hey, look at this. Why don't you dance like Elaine? <laughs> that will get ratings. <laughs> oh, man. It was fucking horrifying. And no, no, thankfully... None yeah, of that. Cool. I was just like, I said to myself at the very at, during this, I'm like, what's the purpose of this? What was the fucking purpose of all this? If like the payoff <laughs> was what happened later? Oh yeah, let's. Ugh. Thankfully, thankfully, the intellectual savior of the masses, Damien Sandow, walks down to the ring and. Tells the WWE Universe that he has been a martyr. Don't blame him. <laughs> yeah, but but it's what happens after he shows what DX did to him. He just wailed on Brothers Clay. Just damn near destroyed him. Yeah, he damn near destroyed him. And the only t- time he stops is when the music, when his music started hitting. He's like, ah, ah, my music. Gotta calm down. Yeah. <laughs> and... It was a, it was a, it was an interesting little, it was an interesting little segment. But like I said, we could have done this segment in five minutes instead of instead of ten minutes with with Vicky with Vicky dancing. Uh... <laughs> oh fuck! I'm gonna need, uh, I'm gonna need a therapy after this. <laughs> I don't blame you. And we'll oh okay. So speaking of therapy, uh. Brian, Daniel Bryan walks into finally walks into AJ's office saying ask if she's insane. <laughs> oh, oh, ow. Uh, and this is probably the first time in a long while we see AJ being actually serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She brings up the she she brings up the fact it's like I saw you with a couple of men that I saw you a couple of men. It looks like you wanted to institutionalize me. And he's like, no, 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 yours are my friends. And I'm like, yeah, no, you were trying to institutionalize me. So AJ says she's moving on because she made a match for Daniel Bryan. He'll be facing Sheamus all the time. Mm-hmm. And it'll be non-title. And it'll be non-title, yeah. Uh-huh, non-title match. Mm-hmm. So, um, something about the, I mean, the thing is that the, the, the part of that's always, um, that, that always, that, um, that caught to me was, like, the choices for, for this, uh, for this, for this fight. It was, like, yeah, no so... DQ, um, uh, last man standing match, 
and a street fight. And pretty much all three of those matches are the same thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just like, what the fuck was the point of all this? Yeah, so it's like one of those things where it's like, hmm. At the end of the, at the end of all of this, I'm gonna get poison. So I don't know what what's what's better, poison with hmm. poison How with about ice this? cream, <laughs> poison with Jello, or poison with or or. Or, or poison with 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 like with like chocolate fudge, choices. Hmm. And guess what you get, Rams? <laughs> the same fucking match that we we're gonna get anyway. <laughs> no, instead of any of those poisons, you get street fight with Seamus. Which, by the way, holy fucking shit, that was awesome. It was eye opener. Like I'm not gonna. Like, this was one of the best Raw matches I've seen in a while. And this is what I, this is what I wanted when I heard that they want that they were gonna move to three hours. Like, this is what I demanded when I saw it. I was like, I want them to do more matches like this. And you kind of got it. Not that I kind of got. I got it. Like, period. It was a good match. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. not... Yeah, I mean, holy shit, this match was awesome. Like there, there were so many like spots. Like ah, uh, like going going over barricade. Like that's just a beginning. Like you're seeing like weapons being involved and like holy shit, you know, like being tossed around. And I think at the end, um, it's just like uh, how it ended is that like Seamus book kicked him, but Daniel Bryan landed on a. Like, steel step. Mm-hmm, he landed... Like, quite literally, he landed, like, right perfectly on the steel step, and he got the and he got the pin, and I was like, wow, that was a... That was a really cool match. Yeah. Holy fuck. Like, the entire match, my jaws were just like... I, I think I counted, like, four or five times, but I just look at the screen, and it's like, holy shit! Yeah, I don't blame you. Oh. So, after the match, of course, Sheamus wins, you know, saying, fella, 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 and Daniel Bryan is apparently still in the ring, and he says he's not leaving until he gets a doctor. And because, well, he hurt his neck. Mm-hmm. He hurt his neck, and, and then... Go on. And then video recap happens. Pretty much, yeah. And Daniel Bryan is still there after the recap. Yeah, it was like, like, like he was like he was there for he was there for a good while. It wasn't just like I'm there for ten minutes. So he was, I think, there for like a good fifteen minutes in the in, like just waiting. Mm-hmm. And instead of doctor, we get Kofi Kingston and the new Freebird. Minus one after after all this. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, like he just like Daniel Bryan. Looks at the corner, like, oh, is it little Jimmy? Is it little Jimmy? Oh, hi, little Jimmy. I'm Daniel Bryan. Nice to meet you. And just grabs him, just punts him out. I, I, like, I know it's lame, but I actually kind of like that spot when they when they try to punt the when they try to punt little Jimmy. I don't know why I get a kick out of it. I actually got a kick out. I actually laughed a bit. I'm sorry. Like, I'm evil like that, but I actually Not laughed that. at it a like, bit. I like how the camera just follows it. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, we're trying to imply that the Invisible Man's there, so it's like, let's follow the Invisible Man. <sighs> and then after that, um, Brian calls um, his groomsman, quote-unquote, to get our truth. Mm-hmm. Then AJ's music hits, and she comes out saying that, no, 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 no. Truth is not the guy that needs help. That gold face in the middle of the ring is the guy that needs help. Ooh, so yeah, they was, escort uh... him instead. Yeah, I do it. Like, huh. Okay. Yeah. Like he... well, all right. Mm-hmm. And after commercial break, we get to the next match between Kofi Kingston versus Tyrus O'Neal. Oh god, this is the match. This is the match with the Colorado joke, with, with like the, with the Kobe, oh, with the, yeah, with yeah. the Kobe, with the Kobe, with the Kobe Bryant okay. joke. Yeah, <laughs> let me explain. We know how much like AWR is on the mic, like live, right? So uh-huh. he, when Titus just slams, when Titus just slams Kobe Kingston, he just goes out and says, "Yeah, see, look at it, look at that. He's like Kobe Bryant. He handles his business and da 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 da, da you know." Like I didn't think twice about it. Like I was like, "Huh, that's a that's a peculiar joke to say." And I heard it again. I'm like, "Oh my god, he actually said that joke." Yeah, and not just anywhere, but in the middle of Colorado too. Like, wow, really? You actually had to say that. <laughs> and and here's the thing is that actually we'll get to. I'll get to my point after we describe the match. Well, actually, no, no, scratch that. There wasn't much to talk about because um, just there's, like, a lot of shenanigans, like Truth, um, um, Truth attacking Darren Young, and then AWR gets on the gets on the apron, just tosses a shoe at, like, Kofi to say, Yo, mama! He misses! Yeah. He misses. He's like, and Kofi gets like this, like, like maybe he miss, maybe Kofi like misses spot, and he's like, what the fuck? And then Tyus O'Neil gets him. I'm like, what the hell? I'm pretty sure that was planned for him to get to get attacked, but I'm pretty sure he's like, <laughs> he was just looking like what? If that was planned. That was brilliant. If not, holy shit, that was awesome. <laughs> I never thought, I, uh, I never thought, I never saw that coming, really, like, tossing a shoe, really, it's just like, and, tossing a shoe, and tossing it worked. a shoe, and then screaming, yo mama, your mama, and totally misses it, my, 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 and it worked, it's just, it it's, worked. these men, these men, Tyus O'Neal, Darren Young, ah, uh, uh, they need to win something at the end of all this. No, really, it's just, I don't even know what to say, it's, it was, um, it was, uh, it was hilarious, it was like, <laughs> yo mama! Indeed. <laughs> uh, uh, but, anyway, so, after that match, of course, um, they are saying, like, you know, WWE apologizes for the remark made by Abram Washington, AW. And, you know what, and they even 
publicly apologized for it, like online too. They really went all out on this. I mean, I'm surprised that they actually got they actually got it quickly. That's the part that I'm surprised. It's like, oh shit, he he said it. Yeah, and I think what gets me about it is that the, oh man, I'm trying to look for this. Is that um, Abraham Washington's um, reply to this? You know, pretty much saying why he said it. Like, ah, I can't find it, but pretty much. What he said, okay, if I remember correctly, he said on his Twitter, the reason that he said that joke is that, well, it was down to between LeBron and Kobe, and LeBron just won the ring, so he went with Kobe. God damn it. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, and, and that's, that's where I lost it completely. I'm not kidding. I just fucking lost smart. it. This man's smart. No, no, no. That joke was fucking dumb. If you're going to compare... LeBron to Kobe, and then I think LeBron will be easier to make fun of. Think about it. Like, just think about it for a second. How many rings does the LeBron win just now? Like one, right? One. He just barely one. Yeah. And how many rings did Kobe win? Enough. To, uh, enough. Uh, enough to fill. Uh, enough to fill in and some of his clothes. Yeah. So I'm thinking like. You pick Kobe over LeBron. What? Mm -hmm. I would do. I do the same thing too if I was in. Uh, if I was in that position. I guess granted because of the location they were in makes sense, but dude, really? Yeah. Like, but anyways. And, and anyways, look. I think I think I'm WB had the right to apologize, but the. For the wrong reason. It's not because it's offensive. Because it's dumb. That it's a dumb joke. That's why they should apologize for. You know. Yeah. Uh, WWE apologize for this not funny joke. We'll come up with a better material next time. Indeed. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So CM Punk and John Cena talk backstage. Mm -hmm. He's like, you look, whatever I did, whatever I did last time, whatever we did last time, it wasn't, it wasn't meant for you to be, to be offended, this and that, and blah, 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 and, 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 um, Cena's like, I'm not gonna have any of this shit. And he said this, by the way, like, he know, uh, he knows that Cena is upset because he did The Rock in one night, which uh -huh. Cena couldn't do in a year. Oh, shit, that's right, he did say that, like, oh, ow. He did say that, I know, ow, yeah. So, we get to the next match. Chris Jericho and Christian versus The Miz and your hero, Dolph Ziggler. I didn't know who to cheer in this match. It was very, it was very conflicting. You know, you know what I call this match? What? Okay, I call this match Team Canada versus Team Downstreet. You know what? It's the same thing I thought about it too. When I, when I, saw, when I, saw, when I saw Christian and Jericho walk out, I was like, hey, Team Canada. Hello. All right. All right. Are we recording? Yes, we are. Uh, okay. All right. So, <clears throat> yeah, Team Canada versus Team Downstreet. You know. That was exactly the same thing I thought about too when I when I when I when I saw the team. I was like, huh. 
Team Canada. Sweet. Yeah. And then amazing the you know Dopsicle, they have same band that performed the theme song. Indeed. So this match was it was actually pretty good, but I I'll say one thing, okay? When Chris Jericho and Miz were in the ring, I couldn't differentiate between the two of them really. I can see where they were going with it. Like, I was like, uh, I know who's who, because like, I realized one had talent, the other one didn't, so. Oh! Burn. <laughs> Indeed. <All right>. So, <laughs> so, okay, so in the end, uh, Jericho hits a code breaker, and this match is over. The winner, Team Canada. Yay! And then, while Jericho is celebrating, your hero, Dolph Ziggler, just nails him with a briefcase. Yay! <laughs> oh, man. Alright, so, we get to the backstage, where... Actually, you know what? Before we get to that, I think we should start from the top, where we see Daniel Bryan with the doctor. Yeah, it was before it was before this match that we were he was with the doctor, and he's like, "I need you to ask me some questions." Or right, is your name is your name is your name Daniel Bryan? Yes. Were you formerly the World Heavyweight Champion? Yes. Were you formerly going to be engaged with? Were you formerly going to be engaged with AJ Lee? Yes. 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 Yeah, and, well, he actually started calm. Like, you know, is your name Daniel Bryan? Yes. You know, is your name, were you forming the WWE Champion? Yes. You know, yes. And then it just, like, built up. And then it got to the point where Rams just said, yes, 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 yes. And and at the end, toward the end, he mentioned, like, Charlie Sheen put you up to this. Is Charlie Sheen watching this? It's like, oh, God damn it. No, 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 don't do it. No. Don't do it, Daniel, for God's sake. I know. I, 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 was, I was thinking, no, 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 no. Yeah, well, I was like, no, no. Don't, don't you invoke any any celebrity names, for God's sakes. No. Oh, fuck. Uh, but he did anyway, so. So we're on to this segment where they're giving you a then after guest. Roshar test, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, he answers the call. And me. so the doctor, yeah, so, yeah. So doctor laid out three cars, like you know. So what does this look like? And then a spaceship. Or what does this look like? A bird, I think you know. And what does this look like? And you know something. And okay, yeah. He so he passes, and then doctor laid those cars in a very peculiar manner. They look like goat. <laughs> That's when he started invoking the name of, of, of Charlie Sheen after that. Oh, did it, is it? Really? Yeah. Oh, I I jumped myself ahead. I'm sorry. That's I fine. apologize. The, the, the first segment was when him saying yes, 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 and that's how it ended. And then this okay. one was when I was like, did Charlie Sheen put you up to this? Did he? Did he? Did he? Is it, is it bad that if I laughed at that particular segment where it's... Show the you know, go face Rorschach. 
Um, I actually, if it makes you feel any better, I did laugh at the yes, yes, yes thing when they were, when they were, when he was asking the, when they asked him the question. So, I don't blame no, you. No, cause <laughs> yeah, yeah, cause uh, <laughs> cause cause of that Rorschach part, cause the Goldface Rorschach part, it was brilliant. Like you know, you don't think twice about what it's gonna become, and when it gets when all three pieces come together, you realize and it's just like, oh, you, <laughs> oh, you witty bastards. That? Not only that, it's, it's kind of a clever way. It's like, you know, a Warshark test, it can be anything that your imagination thinks. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, oh my god, he's really out, he's really gone off the deep end. You know, it's hey, hey, hey. not. So it's like... uh, but, but, um, I have a question for you. Yes? Would you wear a t-shirt with that gold-faced Rorschach pattern on it? When we get to SmackDown, I'll, I'll tell you what shirt I want to wear. Okay. Well, I think I know what you're talking about, but we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. So, after this witty segment, we get to Tenzai versus Tyson Kidd. <laughs> Whenever I, hear the word, whenever I hear the word blank versus Tyson Kidd, I'm like, oh god, Tyson Kidd's dead. <laughs> and he got killed. He got murdered. <laughs> like, literally, like, literally, no one's... How many murders have we seen on television already? Seriously. No one calls the police on these guys. <laughs> That's because there are too many. And guess what? Police are also part of the TV show. <laughs> Law and order. Oh god. But yeah, he, uh, yeah. So it's like he, like not only did the Tensai kill Tyson Kidd like physically, but he also killed any momentum he had. So he killed his, so he killed everything. Period. So it's like holy yeah, shit. Yeah, because yep, yeah, because what winds up happening is that after the match, the Tensai just kept killing Tyson Kidd, and the referee tells him to stop, get off, and but he refused to, you know, you know. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, if you tell him to stop in Japanese, maybe he just might stop. Oh my god! But so yeah, he kept so, so they so they, yeah. so they gave him the so they decued him, and then that that um, then he started kill, then he then after that, so that one that that did not satisfy Tensai, so he so he started killing little Sakamoto. <laughs> yeah, so winner via disqualification, Tyson Kidd. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, the damage has been done to Tyson Kidd. Yeah, just like, oh man, like, you know, honestly, Tensai could not catch a fucking break, Kenny. No, he can't. No. But I will say this, in his defense, when we get to SmackDown, holy shit, he actually had a really good match. We'll get to that later. Uh-huh. I know I'm ahead of myself, yeah. but like, holy shit, like, there's your there's your break right there. Yeah. All right. So the doc, we come back to Daniel Ryan, and the doctor tells him he's sane. And after doctor goes out the room, the room gets all red, and Kane comes out of nowhere and says, "Hello, Daniel. I'm your anger management therapist," and just like fucking tossing him around. That was cool. I like. I usually don't like it, but I don't know. Maybe maybe because it's like. You need to put them more in these kind of like like these like com like not comedy segments but just like these segments that are not that serious with Kane like I I mean the complaint where it's just like you don't want to have a serious Kane you want to have like a goofy he acknowledges he is kind of goofy Kane and that that was kind of like the 
that's kind of a good segment to put him in. Yeah, and it wasn't too silly to the point that it became comedic. It was just silly enough that, oh, <laughs> I see what they did there, sort of. Exactly. So it's like I'm, I'm not. So it's like I didn't mind. I didn't mind. I didn't mind Kane coming out and attacking Daniel Bryan. No, that was actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially the part where he's like he's the anger ther- anger management therapist. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. After that, we see CM Punk doing the commentary, and then we get to the next match, which is John Cena versus The Big Show for the number one contender champion for the WWE Championship. Nah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. CM Punk's WWE Championship. Here's the weird part. Here is the weirdest part. Mm-hmm. You're going to call me blasphemous for this. But, but they had a really good match. And I'm, you're going to call me Flashman for this because I agree with you. This is actually probably the best match I've seen out of these two. Yeah, not only that, it's like, it's like whenever you see a good John Cena match, it comes so far in between. And then I was like, so it's like the minute I saw this match, I was like, huh, they're actually having a really good match. Even though most of the time it was John Cena making poopy faces. Yeah, it was. It Okay, I think what worked is that. A lot of things happened. It wasn't like these two guys just being sluggish. They, they actually just like destroyed, like damn near destroyed each other for once. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't mind that. I think that's that's the kind of match you need for um, that's the kind of match you need with guys like like John Cena and um, Big Show. Like, this was like, damn near. Can you, can, you imagine, can you imagine the Big Show and John Cena like chain wrestling for like thirty minutes? It'd be a disaster. Yeah, and I think that's what worked is also the fact that this is a pretty short match for what it's worth. What it's worth, I should say. No, they went. They, they they had a pretty like they had a pretty lengthy match. Not as not as lengthy as. I know, uh, I know. But uh, I mean, that's the thing I liked about the and, show. And, and, and that's the thing I liked. And about that's the show. what like, that's what I'm saying. Good, they had a good. They had yeah. a good. They had a good. Um, a good. Uh, a good. A good time to match. It wasn't like they went five minutes too long or ten minutes too long. No, like. By the time they gave him, uh, oh, pretty good. Yeah, what I meant on my regard is that uh, it's not too long to the point that it becomes pay-per-view, then it gets dragged on. This was just right amount of match time for John Cena and Big Show to do everything, you know? Yeah, I guess, like, like that's how you should be using John Cena on the Big Show instead of having him just have these long, drawn-out matches. Because if you start having long drawn out matches, holy shit, it's, it's things start to like happen in not a good way. Yeah, so this was a really good match, but what happens is that Punk just destroys both of these guys with a kick to the head. Well, before that, um, uh, before that, um, jo- uh, John Cena and the Big Show were fighting out out of the, out of the ring, and then the Big yeah. Show pushes. Like John, John Cena was was running towards um was running towards the Big Show, and then and then the Big Show pushes um pushes pushes um pushes John Cena, but his momentum to CM Punk who was on the commentating desk, and then you know and then like he tries to and then Cena tries to apologize but you know that he ain't gonna have any of it so Punk just takes both of them in the head so Punk kicks both Cena and Big Show in the head. And. At that moment where Cena just collided with CM Punk, that's another holy shit moment because 
Damn, that was a hard hit. I know, not only that, it's um like that's kinda dangerous when you have like props all around, especially when you have a when you when you have a chair like that. Yeah, so like we mentioned, Punk just destroys both of them and he just picks up a mic and goes like, and you're a winner. No one. They're both losers. And then Punk goes to the backstage and then right after Punk just disappears, AJ comes out and says that they aren't both losers, they're both winners. So CM Punk will defend this title at SummerSlam against Big Show and John Cena. And this prompted this prompted um CM Punk to come out and start screaming at AJ and AJ's giving that like, you know, whatever face and I'm like If that if the show ended without CM Punk coming out, I would have been I would have been perfect. I would have been like I would have, I would have liked the, I would have actually liked the match. But it had CM Punk coming out at the very end, and it was one of those things where it's like, he it was very like up in the air if he was a heel or a face. And then it just seemed out of character for him to come out and start belittling, uh, AJ over the over this, and it's just like. And and I want you to understand something that this is a slow heel turn. You know, it's not, it's not like out of nowhere. It's like you know, yeah, fuck you, WWE Universe kind of deal. It's just slowly building that heel momentum. It's like it starts by demanding respect that he or Leslie did not receive. You know, that's step one. Yeah, but I mean, and as well as this was like you could have kept that. You, I mean, I mean, you're right. But at the same time, it's like they could have waited at least another like another couple of weeks to do that. No, might as well do it now because he killed The Rock at the 1,000 episode. So that's the, you know, there's a time to start building him as a heel. Yeah, do it now because when they get to WrestleMania, yeah, that it's... Uh, was it Royal Rumble when The Rock versus um, CM Punk or something? Like, whenever they face... It'll be night and day. We are going to know who's heel, who's face. Very true. I, I'll give you that. But I, I just, in my opinion, I, 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 they could have at least, like, built it up a little better to, like, this. Like, you, you're saying you're building it up. I feel like they just dropped it immediately. And I'm, like, kind of like, you could have waited a little bit longer, in my opinion. But, you know, case sera, sera, sera. Yeah, well, we, I think they had that before when John Cena... Try to take on the rock. You know, they played it safe. What happens is that, you know, we didn't know who to cheer for. Mm-hmm. So this way it'll it's more safer way, you know. I guess. But like I said, like let, like let's see what yeah. they do on Monday and we'll, we'll, we'll see what they can do. Let's see what they can do after that. Because, like I'm I don't mind I don't mind him being a heel. I don't mind it at all. It's just like it just seems like more organic. It, it seems more organic, and I think he he comes out a lot more believable if it was a lot more um, if there was a lot more time to build up for this heel turn. No, that's fine. I mean, it's it's a it's a slow process. Like this is a, just the one small step. Like okay, as you say, we'll see what happens on Monday Night Raw. But for now, take it as what it is. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a ignition. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So, so 
What do you think of the Raw overall? Other than the last, other than that very last part where we we talked about it in great length, I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. I wish this was. I I kind of wish this was the one thousand episode. Because this this raw in particular addressed one of the issues I had, and it was like, and you're right, like a lot of it was nostalgia and this and that. But and I said like, hey, let's see what they do in a one thousand one. And I said one of the biggest complaints they they have all this time now, they had to fill it up with something other than dumb skits, and they did with great wrestling. Like I like yeah you had that you had that Santino and Alberto the real match and he had Tensai killing um killing Tyson Kidd but you patterned it out with you patterned it out with some really great matches like in between. Oh no, I I agree with you. This was a tremendous Monday Night Raw and and I think okay for. I want to say that there have been few reports backstage that people are not happy with three-hour routine, like this format, three-hour format. And I don't know, like, do you think in the long term this this three-hour format's going to come back to bite, in the, bite them in the ass? Yes. No yeah, doubt so. it's going to bite them in the ass. Like, I am not kidding you. I know for a fact, like, the, like this is... This all is like by the time September, by the time December rolls around, we're gonna be on two hour raws again. I guarantee it. Mm. Yeah, I sort of believe it. Yeah, I yeah because you know people like Vince has to know like you know that people are not happy with this routine, this new format. And the thing is, like like I like I said before, I think this is just like to see. Where they want to change the they want to change the time slot to where it's just like you want to do eight to nine or nine to ten, like night like mm. yeah and like no from eight to ten or from nine to eleven. Hmm. I still say that that this is the, this is their experiment to see like what who's getting more viewership at like at what time. Hmm. All right, I guess that makes sense. But be that as may, I think. What three-hour format did this time is that it allowed us for more extensive segment, like Daniel Bryan, you know, mm-hmm. like the whole like psychiatric evaluation. Mm-hmm. We don't see three-part segment like that often. Though, granted, we could have done without a lot less of the stuff when he was in the ring. True, but. I think like just a little bit of extent. Like, I don't. I, I. I didn't mind these segments really. Like I think Daniel Bryan's segment was pretty damn entertaining. Yeah, but the thing is, like I said, like I, I. The only time I had a big complaint was when he was like when he was in the ring when he hit like right after the match where he's like I hit my neck uh, my neck. Yeah, the doctor thing. Yeah, I need a doctor. Yeah, like we could have done, we could have done without that. Like we, that that could have been, like that could have been something else. That could have been another segment they could have used. But uh, it's just me. Yeah, but, like I, I guess, said, like, they're, alloc- they're, they're allocating their time wisely. That's a good news. Mhm. So how long they can keep it up is a whole nother story. Not just that. It's like, like I said, like 
once it's all once all this is done, we're back to two hour rods. We're back to like you know just back back to like 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 thirty minute squash matches and see how many matches we can fit into two hours. Yeah, speaking of squash matches, I feel like I missed something. Yeah, we're missing a lot of matches. Uh, I was like, uh, well, huh. I was actually. I, there's a question I wanted to ask you. Serious question. Yeah. Um. Call me crazy, but when was the last time we had a Divas match? Holy shit! <laughs> this barely occurred to me when we were talking about squash matches. I was like, where the hell? Have, where the? Where, when was the last time we actually had a Divas match? Whoa, you're right. This is like, what the fuck? I want to say so. Like, there was one match a couple weeks ago with with Beth Phoenix, but I could, I it could, I could just be in my mind. Also, did they, did they just fucking fire divas without even telling us? I doubt it. But it's one of the things where I was like, I just started thinking when we were talking about Spartan, I'm like. Yeah, what happened? Like, and then like, you said you said something. I was like, "What was missing?" And I was like, "Yeah, where is it? Where are where are the divas?" Jesus yeah, Christ! Holy shit! It's like, look, it's not something oh. I'm, uh, not something I'm like, crying over, but it is something where it's just like you you when you grow accustomed to it after a while, you kind of want to know where it is, and I kind I think that's where we are right now. Like, it's like, hey, where's the divas? Oh, oh shit! Speaking of divas, I just remembered now. Wendy's girl. Oh, oh yeah! Oh god, that's right. We completely skipped the, yes, skip the greatest. We, we we completely skipped the greatest segment on Raw ever. Yeah, it. Um, yeah. So basically, what happens is that in the ring is one man job squad. He's Slater. He's like, well, no, yeah. with no more, raw, with no more raw alumni coming after me. I, I, I can come back on raw and not, and not, and not have to challenge anyone because I'm the one man band. And out comes out Randy Orton. And I'm like, all is well with the universe. And he shaved. <laughs> he shaved. <laughs> I wasn't I recognize that because for the longest time he had that, he had that weird goatee. Go- he had that weird, like he had that weird facial hair growing. I'm like, huh. <laughs> So that's what you've been doing all this time after after you got that you got cut with drugs. And it seems like he also has the same hairdresser as Undertaker. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that stupid looking haircut as well. I don't know. I'm more forgiving that it, I I guess I'm more forgiving now to the haircut now that I've now that I've seen it in action than I am like just like remotely looking and like, huh, that's a peculiar haircut. And and um and of course Randy Orton destroys him. And it's it's funny because like Slater just wailed on him, but then Randy Orton's just like, What the fuck was that? And just like close lines him. <laughs> it's like, like really? Really dude? Really? You're are you really gonna fight the, 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 are you gonna fight this like perfect specimen of wrestling te- of, of wrestling and against you? <laughs> Bitch, let me RKO you. And again, all it's is like... well with the universe. <laughs> um, oh god, it's like um, it's like a, it's like a mo- one most. I-, I feel like I was looking at the one the most mismatched Pokemon match ever. <laughs> <laughs> Me.
Mewtwo versus Magikarp. <laughs> Magikarp does fuck. Magikarp uses Flash. It's fucking ineffective. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking pathetic. <laughs> Mewtwo uses Mew-KO. You're fucking dead. Mewtwo uses Psybeam. It's o- it's Omega effective. <laughs> That's exactly it's what beyond, it was. It's beyond effective. That's <laughs> it fucking was. Oh god, yeah. Oh. I, can't, I can't believe we forgot that. Uh. Yeah, but it's just like, I, I guess because it was just like, you know what I think? I I think that's all. I think I think we just got we're off so much off track. It, it's just like, holy shit! It just it, it's been one of those, it's been one of those days. I'm sorry. Uh, what happened? Yeah, again? I mean it's. Yeah, it won't happen again. I mean, then again, I, I think, it's Heath Slater. I think I realized. I think this is the problem with three hour Raws. Is that you forget matches like these? Yeah, I think I think in all seriousness, we're we're gonna I like. Like I'm starting to think now, there might be there might be a strong possibility that we might be forgetting matches like this. Yeah, and, and we're not okay because we're not used to this many matches, like especially during three hours. So and something like this, a squash match, and I can't believe I'm saying this because we just remember the Alberto Del Rio versus Santino Morello. That, that was essentially a fucking squash match, but uh, for something like. You know, Heath Slater being involved, like we would just forget it. Yeah, so especially with someone like, especially someone that like, for as of recently, we've been like giving a lot of praise to with 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 uh, Randy Orton. Yeah. So, holy crap! Yeah, I mean, uh, look, if next week, okay, if we forget matches like this, we apologize. But this is pretty much the side effect of three hour raw. Yeah, biggest problem. I like. This three hour, these three hour formats are just gonna kill it. Like it's just gonna kill us. I think. It's not, it's not just. It's not just you. As a matter of fact, I was listening to other podcasts and like I was like, wait a minute, there's other matches that you guys forgot about, and it completely skipped over a lot. And I'm like, oh, go back. There's something you need to talk about. So it's like it's not just us. Oh man, this is gonna be bad. <laughs> like, I, I like don't get me wrong. We love this rock. We loved it, but holy shit! In the long term, this is gonna be bad. Indeed. We're gonna, we're gonna start. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess we, should, we. I guess we better head on to our next show before before we start forgetting more things about things. Yeah, you mean like that match against Hornswoggle? <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> A.K.A. the Black Hole of Heat. On commentary, it's Mike, Tanae, and Taz. And holy shit, why we not, begin with a brawl! 
Hey, why not just call it like it is? It's a void. <laughs> the, the, the void of heat. It's a, it's a fucking void. <laughs> nothing good comes out of the impact. Nothing good comes out of the impact zone. Yeah, but go on. Start with a brawl. It started out with a brawl between. It started out with a brawl between Austin Aries, Bobby Roode, Zima Ion, and Kenny King. Huh, like, that's a... Like, holy shit, like, not, not, even, not even one second started. Like, not even the theme song started, and here they are just fighting. They had to get pulled apart, and then we had our, we had our very first match, which is Kenny King and Austin Aries versus Zima Ion and Bobby Roode. That's a that's an interesting way for Impact to open up a match. Yeah, I mean, it's like, here, let's bring, let's bring out the four guys who are having a big, who are having a big, big angle, and let's, let's let them go at it. Huh. Alright, go and on. They had a great match. Kenny King is over as fuck at the impact zone. Which is mean which means it's gonna be a really good thing or a really bad thing. I take it as a good thing because I think what Kenny King offers is a, a birth of fresh air. Yeah, like it's like like no offense to no offense to everybody in the X Division, but like having Kenny King there it's like it's a it's different. And, and like He's really good. He was really good in this match, and I like. I'm really now more intrigued than ever between this between Kenny King and Zima Ion. You remember way back when you know they were trying out all these exhibitions, mm-hmm. and only what Austin Aries and Zima Ion survived. Yeah. Yeah. Those were, those and, those were and, last year. Yeah. Can you just imagine if Kenny King was in that mix? If Kenny King was in that mix, like... If if Kenny King was in that mix, then... Was he in that mix last year? I could have he No, was. he wasn't. He wasn't. Okay. He wasn't. He was with uh, Ring of Honor back then. Okay. Well... Yeah. And look where... And look where... And look where... Look where Austin Aries, Zima Ayan, and Kenny King are right now at this moment. They're opening the show, but not only that, they're... They have, essentially, like, this main event feud. Hmm? Like... Regardless of what you think of Aces and Eights being the main angle, the main event feud here is is Austin Aries versus Bobby Roode, and like the second to, the second to that one is Kenny King and Zima Ion. Now, just imagine, like, just trying to imagine, like, when the pay per view rolls around and Kenny King and Zima Ion gets in the ring, like, just imagine the possibilities between these two guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a good. It was a really good match, man. Holy shit! So it ends. It ends with uh, with Kenny King giving giving Zima Ion the coronation and Austin. That was really awesome. So um, let's see what else. So they run highlights as to what happened. So so they've been running highlights about what happened last week, where everybody got jumped by aces and eights. So uh, let's see here. So Sting, Sting comes out and Sting calls out um calls out James Storm James Storm and Sting's like I still don't believe you and Roode's like believe me for God's sake for believe me for God's sake for believe me believe me believe me and and then um and then Kurt Angle comes out and he's like you know what I want you tonight I want you you and me in the ring because I don't believe you oh! <laughs> <laughs> what okay okay. Uh- 
by any chance did Angle just like out of nowhere just like twitch and say Thundercats HO! I'm pretty sure he might have at one point or another because I'm pretty sure all the, all the hits to the head he's had over the years. Pretty sure I pretty think he I pretty sure he thinks he's lying over the Thundercats. <laughs> There's something you can Photoshop, ladies and gentlemen. Correct, Lionel. <laughs> I think I think I I I think Thundercat community is fucking pissed at us right now. No, I think it'll be it'll be good because like anything anything after the cancellation of the show is good. Oh fuck! Don't remind me. Indeed. But go on. <laughs> so after that, um, so after that they say AJ Styles is in Australia, and that you know stuff, uh, and they talk about the stuff between him, him and a dumb that dumb pregnant bitch. You should not even say that word. But yeah, you shouldn't. You it's, it's gonna be a, It's gonna be you. Gonna be pulling AW all over again. I know, but some of those things are like, oh my god, just ugh. when we get to this, when we get to the segment later, like I wanted to just shut up. Anyway, so she so she so we recap all this bullshit, and then and then Kaz and that and Kazarian and Daniels are in the back. They're like, you know what? Don't AJ back there. Why don't we throw Claire Lynch a a, a you know a baby shower? Yeah, literally that that was literally what they said, and I'm like, wow. So they talk. So the next match in the Bound for Glory series is Bully Ray versus Robbie T, and Bully Ray obliterated Robbie T. Damn! Like it, it, it was no contest at this point. Bully Ray just like just murdered a little man. So in the back, Gore Hutner is getting it, it gives Madison Rain all these chocolates and this and that, and. Yeah, so it's like like, like Earl Hebner's officially in Madison Rain's pants, so. <laughs> and then for the lack of that, for the lack of for the lack of a Divas match, she was a really, 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 really good knockouts match. It was a four way. It was a fatal four way between Mickey James, Tara, Madison Rain, and Gail Kim. It was a. It was a pretty good match for the most part. It ended with it ended though with shenanigans with um with what ended up happening is Tarot got the pinfall on on Madison Rain, but she but he gives the win to to Madison Rain. So Matt so now your number one contender for the for a knockout championship is Madison Rain. Huh. Let that let that oh. let that sink in for a few minutes. I can already tell this is gonna end up bad. Yeah. So we cut to the back. Sting is talking. Sting is talking to Brooke Hogan. For a minute, I thought I thought it was Hulk Hogan to come back, but then I saw. Then I realized, oh, it's um, it's Brooke. And this is the part that this is the part that pisses me off whenever I whenever I see these shows. So basically, Sting and Sting and uh, Sting and Brooke are talking, and it's like you know you gotta be careful about aces and eights, this and that, blah blah blah. And this guy comes out with an envelope, and he's like, "Miss Miss Hogan, this is for you." And it's an envelope with aces and eights. You would think, right now, how how things are right now, you would think Sting would have like caught the guy, like would have like got the mailman, because this is this is this happened exactly the same way that Sting happened, and also the exact same way that Hulk Hogan went out. So it's like I'm pretty sure, at this point, you would think you would think Sting, you know, being being this valiant baby face here. Would put two and two together and stop the mailman. He doesn't. 
I'm gonna guess that Aces and Eight beat him so fucking bad that he's having like permanent concussion or something. I don't know, but it's just like it's one of the things or, when I looked at this. I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm like, you know, you could have. You know, this could have been a more interesting angle if you if you actually caught the guy and started interrogating him or something. Or 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 maybe. He knew it was an Ace and Ace, and then he realized, oh, it's for Brooke Hogan. Whatever. Let her have it. <laughs> Ouch. If it was anyone else, if it was anyone else, he would have caught you. As you said, he would have caught the mailman interrogated. But since it's Brooke Hogan, whatever. Let her have it. Ace and Ace can deal with her. I don't give a damn. <laughs> that's horrible. Because I guarantee, you know what the worst part is? That's a, that's what's gonna happen next week. Like next Brooke week, Hogan next week, Brooke Hogan gets attacked, and then someone else, and they give like, oh, I don't know, Dixie uh, Carter gets a gets a gets the envelope, and then like, <laughs> and Stings gets the gets the mailman before before he leaves. After that, it's like finally he's reacting to this shit. One week too, like several weeks too late. <laughs> and Sting's gonna be like, "Well, better late than never." Da, 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 da. Oh, this fucking company! I swear. <laughs> this fucking company. This fucking ah, uh, yeah. But go on. So, oh. another really incident. They killed. They they killed the the knockouts. They killed the knock. They killed effectively the knockouts championship for once and for all with this segment. So ODB's in the back, and he calls. Out, and he's trying to look for Eric Young. As you know, Eric Young now has a TV show on the Discovery. Not no on Discovery Channel. He has a, on Animal Planet about fishing. It's called Off the Hook. Uh huh. So he so 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 he's there. He's like, look, I'm I'm doing I'm doing the show. I'm doing the show. This and that blah blah. So this is what we do. You give me a tag. You give me one tag. You give me one one of the tag titles. I'll take it with me. That way they'll never. They can't find. They can't challenge any of us anytime. And I'm like. I think that silence should tell you something. Really, no, no. This is, this is not. See me face palming hard. <laughs> my face has, like, literally. I think my head, my hand is already on the other. Has has created exit wound to the other side of my head. <laughs> yeah, really. No, no, no. Seriously, like, you know, you didn't get disconnected or anything. This is just Ramses being in silence because of how ridiculous fucking this sounds. I mean, it's smart. I mean, it's smart if you can't have if you if you can't have both titles at the same time, but. How many titles does Eric Young have that he's done this already? You know what I think? I think he's going to use those titles as a fish bait. <laughs> <laughs> and here we have the and here we and here we have the the legends title. Let's see if we can get a big one with this one. <laughs> no, it's like here we have the knockout tag team titles. And I'm going to catch a beluga whale with this. <laughs> Oh man! By the way, by the way, speaking of off the hook, uh, I saw this um, TV um, news uh, news show interview with Eric Young about his show, and uh, this sound this show sounds legit because he knows a lot about fishing, and he even talked about how he grew up being a fishing fan. Yeah, it seems like he, like yeah. like as much as like you know, hey, wrestling you know wrestling is not everybody's lives here. 
So it's like it's good to see that yeah. you know, well, hey, here's this, here's a guy who's actually pursuing something he really enjoys. So you know what? Good for him. Yeah, and you know he seems very knowledgeable. That's because um, I think at one point they show the segment where he goes to what the Frederick of Victoria Secret collect all these like, you know, um, leggings, like you know, spend uh, like like these um, you know nylon leggings. Mm-hmm. And he says that, you know, because that's for the shark bait, because um, you uh, stuff all those chumps in the um, nylon leggings like some mm-hmm. sort of sausage. And when he said that, I was just like, wow, he knows his shit. Yeah, like, you know what? More props to him, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's get to the next match then. The next match was Kid Cash with Gunner. Versus Chavo Guerrero Jr. with Hernandez. And this was okay. It was, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I, like this was to build Chavo Guerrero as like the next big thing. So it's like, you know what? Let him have his win against Kid Cash. Mm. And he did win via Frog Splash. It was, like I said, it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. So we're in the back. Um... So we're in, the, we're in the back, and Kurt Angle's with Wes, uh, with Wes Briscoe, the son of Gerald Briscoe. And, you know, he's, like, talking this and that, blah, blah, blah. But, like, no one's making the connection that maybe he might be Aces, he might be the leader of Aces and Eights. I don't know. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Yeah, so it's like, it seems like everything's starting to be very connected to it. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so we're in the ring with Kaz and Daniels, and they have the... And they have the they they have the they have, they have, they have the baby shower for Claire Lynch, and they give him all this AJ Styles stuff about like you know they give him like they give him like a onesie of like AJ Styles' ring gear and this and that and blah blah blah. And all this time, you better cover your ears, ladies and gentlemen, because this is most this is this was Claire Lynch's dialogue for most of the, for most of the for, during the most of the segment. Do the right okay. thing, AJ. <laughs> Do the right thing. <laughs> felt oh my god what the fuck is i thought oh god oh my ears it's fucking bleeding ah uh, sorry oh my god like i don't no 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 but oh man like did she actually really said that she kept on saying it for like what like like this is a five minute segment i could have swear she was screaming that for 10 minutes Oh my fucking god! Like, did, no, no. I mean, like, did she actually said that in exact tone that you just said? Exact tone and everything. Oh fuck! Like, cause for a second there, I thought my um, computer got cursed with like grudge or something. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, I don't know, like... but like that's that's what I got, and I'm like, uh... oh my fucking god! Ah, oh, at least, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry you had to go through that. <laughs> I know. You, thank you. So we're in the back again with Joseph Park, the greatest character of T- in TNA history. And he says that, hey, by the way, you know, I, I represent everybody now in, in, in TNA. So, like, you know, if you ever need, like, legal help, you know, you can find me. And, like, I started, feel like, I started, like, you know, understand a little bit of the, in, in the little, little bit of lingo. So, like, I don't want to, like, kayfabe anything or anything like that. And I was just like, oh, God. 
No. He just said Kfab? Yeah, and then, like, and then, and, but then he instinct stops, like, look, whatever you did, like, a couple weeks ago, you did something that your brother did, so, like, what the hell happened with that? And he's like, uh, uh, gotta go! So okay. the, 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 blur between, the the blur between him and between so the blur between him being being both Abyss and Joseph Parks is starting to get a little bit close. Oh wow! So, so much for that. Indeed. So we had our main event: Kurt Angle versus James Storm, and it was a good match. Really good match. The thing I realized that James Storm doesn't like, he, like he doesn't give bad. Like he, I never seen a bad match from him. That's the thing I realized, and then maybe 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 add a fact too. It's it's Kurt Angle and Kurt Angle. Holy shit! Hmm. That should be that should be that that should be on a T-shirt. Blank. Holy shit! <laughs> but anyway, so you're saying it's not that bad of a match? No, it wasn't that bad of a match at all. So Storm so Storm hmm. wins by giving him the last call, and he get and he gets a one two three, and then and then I swear to God. I sort of got. I thought. I thought the. I thought the show was repeating again because everybody started fighting after that. Okay. Because like literally after that, um, after that, um, Bobby Roode comes out and he starts attacking him, and all these other people start coming in, and I'm like, I just literally lost count who was attacking who at that point. Like, I'm sure you weren't the only one that was confused in that ring. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, literally like, what happened? So, is that your overall impression of the Impact this week? Just confusion? If I can sum up Impact in one word, actually in two words, I would just put it simply by saying, what happened? Because that's what I'm getting the impression of. It's just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, just like, I just don't know. What, what I can't make head or tails as to what they're doing because, like, one week they're they're focusing on on aces and eights. Next week they're doing something else completely different, and I'm like, stick to one thing and run with it. And like, it's great that like for once we're starting to see a little bit more. Like, hey, we don't need to rely on aces and eights, but at the same time, you know. I don't know. It, like to be honest with you, I'm actually intrigued by this by this angle. But at the same time, you know, and to have and to have it cut cut like have one week where they don't talk about it. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds really it sounds really inconsistent. You know yeah. the way they're going with it. Then that's I guess that's the theme of the show. Period. It's just inconsistencies, where I mean they're consistent on they're they're, they're consistent on two things at the very moment. And that's the World Heavyweight Championship, and that's the X Division Championship. It's good that they're focusing on those two things because that's the only thing that's very constant. Maybe the maybe the Knockouts Championship, but mm, if they cut out all the bullshit, like I would have been perfectly happy if it was just if it was Gail Kim wanting revenge against uh, 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 against um Miss against Miss uh, Miss Tessmacher. Or Brooke Adams or whatever. For but they have to yeah, whatever. This it is. bullshit no. with we have to introduce this this bullshit with Madison. What, not, not, they have to do this this other bullshit. And I'm like, you don't. 
do this bullshit because like it, you're 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 confusing people more. Yeah, and it doesn't help. I mean, from it doesn't help the fact that they cut, not they cut. Um, <clears throat> a lot of the a few more divas got pretty much you know. Term, how should I put it? They they left, left on a good. <laughs> Yeah, they left on a good term. I think the uh, last one was Belva Sky. Yeah, so no more pigeons will be let loose. Yeah, so... Alright, yeah, so... Yeah, we're talking like flies. Like, every other, every week, every other week, practically, it'll be like, ever since we, ever since we, like, went on our short hiatus, we were like, there was another diva, there was another diva that, there was not another diva, but a knockout that left, and we were like, uh... Wow, yeah, this is not going well i don't think it's going good good for anyone but like i said yeah. so like so we may argue we can argue about that but like the constant is like the constant thing we have right now is the exhibition championship with kenny king and zima ion and then mm -hmm. we have the world championship surprisingly i still to this day cannot believe it where we have austin aries and bobby Roode fighting yeah so all right, so let's see what they do with that next week because next week is right before Hardcore Justice. Yeah, so it's like, uh, yeah, so it's like, I, I, like, I don't like. The thing is, like, it's just a placeholder for Bound for Glory. That's that's, that's another thing. It's like, like that, that's my big honest God theory. It's like everything's gonna be on neutral until Bound for Glory. Hmm. All right, so that's about anything else. No, that's pretty much about it, really. Okay, then. Let's move on. Alright, so let's welcome everyone to Friday Night Smackdown on the 3rd, 2012 in Indianapolis, Indiana. At commentating, Josh Matthews and Michael Cole. And you're wondering why we did not mention Booker T. That's because... Because uh, the chairman of the board, Vince McMahon, comes out and he, and, he, and he announces a new GM for Smackdown, which is, ah, shucky ducky, quack quack, it's Booker T. Can you dig it, sucker? And it like for some odd reason it made me really happy seeing Booker T out there, like you know as like as a general manager. So yeah, I think I think this was a uh, one choice that I don't mind. Actually, I embrace it. Indeed, indeed. So yeah, uh, yeah. And it's not um, it's not like um, it's not like I, I just want to say. Let me just say this one, and we can go on. Okay, I want to say like it's not like AJ. It's not like AJ where I was kind of questioning it like with this choice i was like hell yeah i guess the, i guess the fact is like you know with aj the it's just i, I feel like aj I, I feel like there was some sort of opportunity and he missed the opportunity here with booker t it's like we know he's been he's been with the company for so long and he's done all this stuff and we know he's an entertaining guy you know when he's not when, when he's not throwing stupid shit at at him from michael cole but so, 
Thank goodness. You know, I don't mind them. Mm-hmm. All right. So you were about to say. So it comes out Alberto Rio. He's kissing. He's trying to kiss um Booker T's ass, and Booker's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, there, player! You you just say that you're not gonna compete. Well, you know what? You're gonna compete tonight. You're gonna compete until uh, until I say so, there, sucker." So he makes a match. <laughs> what? <laughs> so he makes a match between no, no, him. Go. He makes a match between him and Randy Orton for tonight as the main event, and I'm like, ooh, Randy Orton. All right, then Sheamus comes out. Yeah. yeah. Sheamus comes out. Fella, fella, and, fella, fella. Yeah, and, fella, fella, fella. And he makes a match that he and, cannot fight someone. Yeah, because that match was right after this segment, and Sheamus will fight Tenzai. Holy fucking shit. This now, was fucking before, awesome. Now, now, before we get to the match, I do want to say that they ha- has shown a little, like, mini promo from Tenzai. And... He's still speaking Japanese. I'm just like, oh wow. It's like that guy. It's like the. It's like those. It's like those poor, poor shafts on Nico Nico. Oh my god. No offense. Maybe everybody. that's what they need. No, that's what. They, maybe that's what I need for the Tenzai's promo. It's like you oh, have no, all these like. No, oh. no, no. They already got enough with Tout. They already got enough with Facebook. They got enough with Twitter. <laughs> Don't give them any fucking ideas. <laughs> Oh my god! Don't fucking finish that sentence if you value your life or your sanity. Okay. Can you imagine? Oh, no, no, no. Here, let me let me give you the let me give you the worst case scenario. Picture this: you're watching Raw, and you see those like fucking Nico Nico like scrolling t- scrolling comments all over the place. Wouldn't you fucking lose your mind at one point or another? That'll be fucking annoying, and you know nobody's gonna prove that. Not even Vince McMahon's like Vince McMahon will be like, ah, this is dumb. Next, <laughs> and he's a sucker for anything. <laughs> oh no no no! He'll this that'll know the fuck out of him too. That's why. Indeed, it's like don't invoke. Yeah. Don't invoke. I mean, maybe maybe yeah. I I may have sort of invoked it, but don't invoke anymore. Okay, I'm not gonna finish that sentence. Good. But... Yeah, like, but like, yeah, Nico, Nico. Hmm. We need to tap into our inter- we need to tap into our Japanese audience. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't mean it like that. I meant as a hentai gimmick, you know. Oh god. Yeah, but I'll stop it right there. But so <laughs> again, anybody any ideas here? Yeah, I know. You but see, anyway, you've seen those yeah. videos. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, because uh, here's the thing about okay. For those of you that don't know, here's the thing about Nico Nico. That one thing you need to know is that the uh, the comments can get fucking ridiculous. Not just that; it's just like you know the stuff that comes out of it. It's like you know, it it it, it would fit someone like Tensai, but it it would like it would annoy the ever loving you know what out of me and Stan. Yeah. And look, I'm saying th- I'm not saying this because like, uh, look, 
I uh, I was in that Nico Nico video, and believe me, the comments that that, that was directed at me, man, like some were like some of those are laughable, while the others are just dumb. Exactly. Not just that. It's like uh, I don't know. It's just like I, I'm imagining Tensai now cutting a promo with all those things scrolling. I'm like, no, no, no for God's sakes, no. Yeah. This doesn't make like, them, this, doesn't is... make them, this doesn't make them Japanese. This makes some. This makes them like. Weeaboo? Yeah. Oh God. Oh come on! Like, it's 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 fa- it's Prince Albert speaking Japanese in a horrific horrific accent. I might add. <sighs> yeah. Come on! Like you know. I mean, you can. I mean, just you can just picture like one like this. Text going like Tenzai is fear. Tenzai destroys everything, and then that that's just with shits and giggles like you know Quinn's blade is awesome. Uh. <laughs> no, but getting back to this match, and you're right, this was actually pretty damn good match considering Tenzai's in it. Well, here's the thing: we know Tenzai is good, and we know Sheamus is good when you pair him up with Tenzai. So why the fuck not? And it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and last wow. week you were, saying that you were saying something to me last week, and this week proves something that, you know, you're right. Mm-hmm. You said last week that, that it's better to have the bro kick for a surprise, for, like, surprise finishers. Mm-hmm. And it proved that at the, end of, at, the end of the, at the end of the match, having that bro kick at the end really, really did work. So at the end of it, I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and it works. And what winds up happening is that in Seamus was in the corner, Tenzai tries to avalanche, Seamus avoids it, so Tenzai hit the um corner turnbuckle, dazed, and Seamus out of nowhere, broke kick, one to three, Seamus wins. Indeed. So it's like I mean the thing was it was a brutal match left and right. Like literally they cut to a shot of him, like you can see like his like you can see a couple of parts like, you know, like like, like they, they can see like they were cutting it. Like, you can see Tensai in his big fat right there. Like, just you can see like cuts on it, like like light cuts on his stomach, and I'm like, ooh, mm, yeah, that was like, oh. And one thing about this post uh, match, I'm surprised that we didn't see like Sakamoto get like tossed around like a little bitch again. He was. He did. He did. Like at one point, at one point during the match, that Sheamus and Sheamus and, Te- uh, and Tensai get get out of the ring, and mm-hmm. um, like Ten- and Tensai throws um throws um throws Sakamoto at him, and then, Sak- and, oh. then and then and then Sheamus grabs him and just tosses him t- tosses him out to the out of the barricade. I'm like, okay, see, they didn't show that one. They didn't show that one where I am. Well, I saw it live. So there street- you go. Well, as live as it can be. So there you go. Yeah, I didn't see it like that. Uh, well, the way they showed me, like they didn't show that part. So it's just like, huh? Okay. Well, thanks for um, clarifying that. Now you know how I feel sometimes when I watch those those advanced raws. I'm like, when I watch those advanced smackdowns, I'm like, there's something missing here. <laughs> how did you get from there to there? How the hell happened? Magic, yeah. black magic. <laughs> But anyways, I always, um, knew, I always, thanks knew, for I always fucking knew Vince McMahon was up to no good. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> yeah, but uh, thanks for clarifying that anyways again. No problem. Uh-huh. All right. So, anyways, the next segment is 
Eve Torres is in Booker T's office, and of course, kissing up to his ass. Yeah. Uh huh. So, so long story short, Teddy Long comes in and Booker T hugs him, and then Teddy Long is hired as the senior advisor to the general manager. <laughs> like right in front of Eve, by the way, who was like trying to who's trying to butter him for a job. Yeah. It was it was glorious. If there's anything, it's like if anything, Eve she has like the greatest expression. He's like you can tell she was like really pissed. I'm like that worked. <laughs> All right. So after that is Antonio Cesaro is in the ring and Lillian Garcia out of nowhere says like Antonio Cesaro would like to say hello to the crowd in five different languages and I'm just like okay. So he pretty much says hello, bonjour, buongiorno. And I think the uh, if I remember the other one was uh, let me think uh, oh yeah it's a gritty and couldn't talk. He's very 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 European. Damn right. <laughs> That's the one thing I think to myself. Is like, <laughs> That's the only thing I think to myself when this happened. I was like, man, they're running this your very European thing right to the ground. We need more of you. We, and, need, we, need, we need more from you, though. Yeah, just let's talk about the theme song for a bit. But no, we don't have time for that because he's going to fight another European, Santino Marella. Yeah, he took – and there was a very really quick match. And then – um, and I think did – it, did it change um, – did he change Cesaro's finisher? No, it's neutralizer still. Oh. That – um. Yeah, it's still that um, modified um, face plant thingamajiggy, the cradle thingamajiggy. It's yeah, it's a modified cradle face buster, blah da da da. You know. I thought it was. I thought it was his other move. He was doing that. That was his finisher. But you know what? Uh, whatever. Anyways. Yeah, times like this, I wish they bring back. At times like this, I wish they bring back Ricola Bomb. There you. Yeah. But anyways. It seems like the setup here is that what what uh, what Cesaro wants to do is he wants to take the WWE United States sh- Championship and be- and make it once again the European Championship. And I'm like, well, at least they're giving him some sort of gimmick now where where he's very very European. So they're I mean, going it's something. They're going some- yeah, it's something. They're going somewhere with it, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean it's something. It's just like, hey, give him a new finisher and give him a new and give him a new finisher and for God's sakes, give him a new theme song. Here's here's a bright idea. Since I don't know if he's using it or not, give him William Regal's Dark Vader theme. <laughs> How yeah, awesome William would that Regal fucking have... be? No, 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 no. You see, the thing is, the William Regal will have to come after him. Good point. And I wouldn't mind that either. Yeah. That'd be awesome too. But but you did mention William Regal, so I will toss in this, okay? I wish Antonio Cesaro would use his FCW theme song, which, by the way, was not that far from what um, William Regal's theme song is. I love it. I like this. I like this. Yeah, I'm liking this idea. I like this idea. Yeah, they should just use FCW theme song. It's, there's nothing wrong with that theme song, really, you know? So having, having that transition over, it's not, not bad, you know? Yeah, so it's like, you know what, just... Just do it, for God's sakes! Like, he, yeah. like it looks like they're trying to do something with him. This is a good way to do something with him. Yeah. So 
Anyways, we get to the next segment, which is Matt Striker interviewing Daniel Bryan. And I'm sure you got a lot to say about this segment. Oh, yeah, because I want that shirt. <laughs> the shirt that says no, 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 no. No, 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 indeed. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just like when I saw him, like, eh, that's a funny shirt. I want that. And then is you got the yes, 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 yes. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see where you're going with this. Well, no, no, no. no, no I, I should just, I, I just, I, it just struck me as funny. Like, that was the first thing. I just came up with that last one just right now, so. But, I, uh, I mean, I like it. It's, it, like, my thing is, um, I like what they're doing with this. Because, like, someone else said this. I'm not going to take credit for this. I said, I heard this on another podcast. And they said... That this is sort of the thing that they helped Kurt Angle when he was, like, getting over as a heel. So it's like, if this is... And I started thinking, like, yeah! Like, this was, like, really goofy, like, but, like, really goofy but serious Kurt Angle. So, like, you know, if this works out for him, if they can work with that, I wouldn't mind because I actually like that Kurt Angle. I can do this with my broken freaking neck! Kurt Angle. That scares me. Very much so. You know, that's a good point. That's a good point. Like, now I can see the relevance. Hmm. Yeah, so it's like... Yeah, you know, I, you know what? If that's... Go on. No, go on. No, you go first. Oh, no, I, I want to say... If, uh, okay, so I want to say that if they're, if that's the type of routine they're going to go with this gimmick, then yeah, sure, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, so it's like if... The, I mean, and it seems that's a setup here, because like, remember when they were, when they were saying you suck at them. Like, no, no, right. you don't suck. Ah, you suck. Yeah, I remember. And then when Kuringo turned face, everyone's chanting, "You suck!" at the opponent. There you go. So it's like you know, this this could be this could be both. This could be detrimental. So I don't think this is gonna be anything detrimental at the end of the long run. I think this could work. It's just the thing that's just like, why are you fighting? Why are you still trying? To, why are you still trying to pick a fight against Charlie Sheen? Oh, thank, God he didn't mention, thank God he didn't mention his name on SmackDown. So like I said, I, okay. I'm perfectly okay with where they're going. And like when I saw this, I was like, I like I like where this character is going now. I'm 100% behind this. Alright. So we get to the next match, which is Chris Jericho and Christian and Kane versus The Miz, Dolph Ziggler, and Daniel Bryan. I was like, what the hell? Did I just see this match last week? Yeah, but this time they added two more people. Oh yeah, that's right. They added two more people. It was a good match. I didn't mind it. It was. It was like. It was just like one of those things where it's like we saw these. They saw four out of. The, we saw four out of six people already. Now they're gonna add two more people. Okay. Yeah. So that was the only thing. I was like, oh, okay. So you just gonna add two more people. Fine. Yeah. So at the end. Ziggler gets Coldbreaker, but then Brian out of nowhere quickly rolls Jericho up for win. So the winner by roll up, Miz, Ziggler, and Brian. So after the match, um, Daniel Bryan is screaming, is screaming, and then the fans like, yes, yes, and he's screaming, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes. I'm like, yeah, totally yeah. Kurt Angle. That was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ah. Oh man, I I I I don't know. Like, oh man, yeah. Oh, that was good. 
pretty good. Yeah. So, after this is Jinder Mahal versus Ryback. No, before that, Matt Striker was Randy Orton. Randy Orton was like, Well, I'm Randy. Orton. And, <laughs> and because I was away, I may have lost a little bit of my physique, a little bit of my hair, but you know what? It's good to be back here in the WWE. And, yeah. <laughs> So apparently yeah, he that happened. Like, yeah, so that that shit happened anyway. So Jinder Mahal comes out and he puts a little he put the he puts he puts his um hat inside a Tupperware thing and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, wait for the burp. <laughs> and then after that they showed a pre-tape promo with Ryback. Oh my God! You want to hear something? You want to hear something crazy? Did you notice? Go on. Did you notice about the promo? Do you look at? Did you see his eye? <laughs> Literally, a, you mean you mean how it gone? He he blew he blew, he blew a, a blood vessel in his in his eye. Yeah, like it's like it's like it's like I I thought it just like dilated back and forth while he was talking. It's just like it's like I was like, oh shit, he dude, watch out, somebody's gonna Hulk out. No, and the, and, the, and the odd part is my dad, he, 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 it happened to him too. I was like, what the fuck? Is happening to everyone now? Is this like an epidemic? <laughs> is everyone getting pink eye? What? Oh, funny you should mention that because I got an eye infection last week. Oh, god damn it! <laughs> it's spreading! <laughs> Don't fucking get near me! <laughs> uh, brain, uh, brain. Give <laughs> me more. Give me more. So yeah, so Jinder Mahal and Ryback fought, and Jinder Mahal is being smart here and trying to get the, trying to get DQs off Ryback, but it's only making Ryback more and more pissed off. So. Yeah, so when about this qualification? Feed me more. Indeed. <laughs> and then and, and, and this leads to another good segment. So Tyus O'Neill, Darren Young, and, and all are in the back, like, they, and you know they're doing their millions of dollars, billions of dollars gimmick. And then they go to a table and like, hey, there, player, why don't you have, why don't you have, why don't you have a shirt of the of the prime time player, there, player? And yeah, I was like. They're kind of gouty the shirt they had on, but like I would definitely buy one just because, because they're fucking awesome. Which one, Darren Young's or Titus O'Neil's? I don't know. That's a good question. All right, so we get to the next match, which is R Truth with Kofi Kingston versus Darren Young and Titus O'Neil and Aw. Not, it was average, not nothing, nothing too bad. It was, uh, that's all. Like that, that's. I mean, no, nothing, nothing spectacular came out of this match. I guess. And, and that's why no. Go on. Go on. No, you go first. Maybe you might have the same thought I did. Oh no! Oh no! It's just like that's what I noticed is that on Raw, like Tyson O'Neil had an average match, and really, like that match wouldn't be as memorable if not for the fact that um, Aw didn't drop the Kobe bomb, you know. Well, no, and not just that. It's just like, 
you know, they're good. I think I, I think the singles guys are okay. But I think pairing Darren Young and Tyus O'Neal was a good idea because I think working with them together and their charisma, holy fucking shit. Yeah, and I think that just goes to show that, like, as a singles competitor, these two will not survive. You know, they need each other. So it's like you know, it's so it's so it's so, so you know for for one thing or another. This taught us this week taught us the one thing. It's just like hey, if you if you want a career, stick together. And I doubt that they're gonna get rid of them because well, they work they they gel so well together. Yeah, uh, and of course, again, all just tosses. It's like his gimmick now. He tosses shit. This time he tosses his jacket at um our truth. I- I'm sorry, Kofi Kingston. Next, he's going to toss his underwear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you mean his Hello Kitty underwear? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> but again, winner this by shenanigans once again, Darren Young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm surprised that, well, of course, since last week, like, I'm sure they told AW to, you know what, dude, shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they still don't shut the fuck up. I'm pretty sure they're like, just be careful what you say, because he was still being, like, he was still being A-double. A- a- um, he was still being ah. I was going to say A-double. I'm like, I should slap you yeah. right now. Anyway, so he was yeah, still being ah, but, you know, I don't know. It just seemed like him to a lesser extent, but, like, I don't know. It just, like, you're... It was after that. It's like you can't really top what what you what you did that. You can't top what you did on Monday. Yeah, I mean he could have made fun of Peyton Manning, and you know. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I know. <laughs> then 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 you realize that. Oh wait, if he made fun of Peyton Manning and Indianapolis, he's not gonna get out of that town alive. Nope. 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 Or making uh, fun of the Colts, period. Oh no, nobody nobody fucks with Colts in that town. No oh, sir. Anyways. Next segment. Anyways. Please. Next segment, then we have the recap after recap. And then we see Booker T. With Layla. Oh, so that's what it was. Fuck. <laughs> this tells yeah, you. So, this tells you how much how much importance they put in the Divas title. I did not know who that was. I thought it was Maxine for a minute. Uh, uh, I don't think you got the news because Maxine quit. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> when did we hire her? <laughs> Is it Maxine? Oh no, she's gone. Yeah. Is it Kaylin? No. <laughs> and this is, for... is it Trish Stratus? <laughs> well, I would have recognized. I would have recognized Trish because of her boobs, and she didn't have it. <laughs> anyways. Oh. Anyways. 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 Oh anyways getting back to the point. Getting back to the main point. Main point is this. Yeah. Layla did not have her belt. Walks in. Oh shit! You, you're right. She did not have her belt. That's why I didn't recognize her. I was like, so yeah. Cody Rhodes comes in and he's like, and he starts belittling the little guy, this and that, blah blah blah. And he says, and then they they announce a match for next week, which is gonna be, it's gonna be Cody Rhodes versus Sin Cara. Yes, if we as if we 
I haven't seen that match before. So taking your bets now on what horrific thing, uh, what horrific fate happens to Sin Cara? Uh, let's see. I'm gonna say. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say, say I'm gonna piano say piano from, from third. What's up? Go, you go first. I'm go gonna first. say, no, I'm gonna say piano from fifth floor. I'm gonna say he breaks both of his wrists while trying to land, while trying to land his entrance. Again. No, no. I, okay, you know, I got a better one. I'm gonna say that Sin Cara breaks his face, and then next week at SmackDown, on SmackDown, he's gonna come out with Cody Rhodes' face mask. Or his fucking mask. Over, no, no, over the mask. That's why I said over the mask. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Why are we not booking? Why are we not? Why are we not booking this show? We gonna make things worse. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. That would be brilliant. <laughs> Yo, dog, I hear you like mask. We put a mask on top of your mask. So you can mask with your mask. Yeah. Oh, so, the next match. Randy Orton versus Alberto Del Rio. Mm, it was pretty. It was okay. Heading up to the end of the match when we had uh, Ricardo Rodriguez shenanigans. Yeah, but uh, I have a question. Was it me or were those two guys just sluggish? You know what? I think it. I think it's not. I, I think it's not what. I think it's not two people, but I think it's one person. And Randy. I'm the, and I hate to put the target on him, but Randy Orton. Well, he has been out of the ring for a while, so. So that's why I, that's my theory. It's just like you know, hey, you can have a squash match. You can go like you can kill someone. You you can kill Heath Slater in ten minutes, then like three four minutes. That's no problem. But when you have to have a when you have a match. Yeah, I was, I was, I was about to say it's like ten minutes, dude. You guys that's giving you too much credit. Yeah. yeah. No, but you know, you give a, a three four five minute match. You know, whatever. You know, you can do you can do a three four five minute match in your sleep. But you know this this went on for like a good ten minutes or so, so it's like you know, so you, you got so I'm pretty sure this leads to me like and not only that it's like I have this like I see Randy Orton and it's like he, it looks like he didn't do shit between the time he got the time he got um when he got suspended until the, until that until Monday, like he didn't work out he didn't do anything he just like yeah hey, I'm getting paid for doing nothing I'm just gonna sit around and watch TV. Which is a damn shame. So it's like maybe that's why Randy Orton wasn't like me. Like I like to put the I, like I said I hate to put the target on him, but like judging from like the time that he's had away, I'm pretty sure yeah he might be the one that that may have brought down the match if if that was the case. Yeah, I, I hate to say it, but you know what? I think he's the one that dragged this whole match down. And you know what? Believe me, considering. This is Randy Orton and Alberto Del Rio. We're talking about this match could have been so much better. Yeah, and the thing is, like, and the thing is, like I said, if I if I gave if I want to give any award to anybody, like before all this happened, I would give it to Randy Orton for most improved wrestler of the uh, uh, most improved wrestler of the year, where he was actually having really good matches consecutively. And then he goes to this match and like uh, he's back to that old lazy self. Oh god, ugh. Ugh. I thought there was improvement. I thought we had something here. All right, you know what? Look, let's give him um couple more weeks and then see what he goes from does from there. Okay. 
Yeah, let's see what happens. If he's just continue to be this way, I'm like, oh, just give me. I'm, I'm off the wagon. I'll be like, fuck you, man. You disappointed me, man. Uh. <laughs> you hit him at something, man. Exactly. I was about, right, like, so seriously, how, how, like, how, how was I behind Randy Orton for so long? Remember, how long I was, like, like behind him? And then, look at me, like, right now. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm actually, like, you know what? This motherfucker needs to, like, change. So, it's, like, you know, this tells you something right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm just listening to you, like, holy shit. Indeed. So, yeah, it was, it was okay. I don't know. Maybe to like maybe because like also I felt I felt very flated after 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 the after like the opening match where it was really 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 good. And I think that was a problem is that when you had such a great match as an opener and you just it's a, you're right this was average SmackDown because of the flow of the matches you know you went you were so high up there with. Sheamus and Tenzai, and then you just gradually go down into that lackluster main event. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's like, and the thing was, like I said, just like, like maybe under, like maybe underestimated Randy Orton. He would have worked so much better in the open. Like this match actually would have been better to have at the as an opening segment. Mm-hmm. That way, you actually had a really like you would have escalated to a really good main event. So it's like I would have not mind that I would have not mind the 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 main event being the opening the the tearjerker opening match. And I think this is a case where the whoever's booking SmackDown really undervalued Tenzai's ability. Or or really or really lowballed what what how good Randy Orton is at the moment. Right. Either way, this was um, this was just a misevaluation all around because like the Tenzai and Sheamus match and the Randy Orton and Del Rio like they could have easily been switched, you know, given the situation. Indeed, so it's like you know what I'm. I, like I said, I'm not I'm not um I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not mad at the show. It was, meh. Like, no, was... no, no, no. I, I I'm not mad either. Like uh, like I said, this one's an average show, you know. I don't really? know if we went if we went by our scale. I give this like a two out of five. I'll give this like a two out of two point five. A two point five out of five, in my opinion. Like, I'm with you there. Like, not, this not, is not, like not quite right. on average, but you know, not not below average either. Yeah, this was right in the middle kind of show. So yeah, just just below it. It's like a couple of steps down from an average show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, but do check out Sheamus versus Tenzai, you know? I mean, look, we rag on Tenzai for his gimmick. Don't, we do rag on him. We're not going to deny it. We rag on him. But as a professional wrestler, Albert is pretty damn good. Yeah, like I said, like, we Give, keep on saying yeah. that. It's like we, we just want him to have a new gimmick. Yeah. And that's so much or, to ask. Or when he's keeping the gimmick, at least put him up with someone capable. Seamus. Yeah, like Seamus, you know, someone like him. So just just something to give the man an opportunity, you know. Yeah, so it's like you know what I like, and that's how I feel. It's just like I feel like right now with uh, with Tenta, it's like I just kind of wish right now they would just like do something with him other than 
make him a, J- a Japanophile. And just whooping on Sakamoto every fucking loss. Oh, yeah, so... There you go. Yeah. So... Man. That's about it, huh? That's about it, yeah. I mean, I got nothing else... I got really... I got nothing else to comment about. And I think also in the process, too, we discussed, like, every other news bit as well during the show, so it's like, you know what? I think we're done. Oh, man. But there is something we want to talk about. Go for it. That just came up right now, which is you mentioned how, like, you know, all these, like, social media things WWE doing, you know, that could backfire. Well, yeah. Tao just backfired on a couple of, um, couple of superstars. Oh, God. I, I know one of these. I know one of these. I know one of these. It was Tensai. One of them was Tensai, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Tensai, actually. Okay, it was just Tensai. Okay, because I, I heard about this, but I was like, mm, I don't know if you want to. No, so, and no, no, it's, it's um, no, because I remember you saying that, you know, these these things are just such a fucking bad idea. And then funny, we should mention, we did mention just Tensai and of <laughs> uh, Nico idea that is horrendous. So, Miles um, is Yeah, I know, Miles will just bring it up. And what happened was that, okay. So this is like right, I think it's like right after that, you know, Kobe joke with the Abram Washington. And it, this what happened is that later that night with Tensai, while driving in a car with Sakamoto, just, he just talked about how it's always scary with Japanese driver and made a remark about like Sakamoto's eyes. And I think if I remember right, it was um, Sakamoto that's driving. Yeah. Sakamoto's driving, doesn't he yeah. slap him? I don't know, in the car, really? Yeah, I think that was like the end result. I'm like, uh... I think you're the one. I think you're the one ma- making all the trouble there, <laughs> there, Albert. Yeah, and look, I mean, look, if it's like, if it's any other time, I think that would have been okay because let's face it, like me and like me and Big Jared, like you know, we. You know, me and him like go back up, back and forth about you know, like Asian jokes because well, fuck, we known each other for a long time. So and that's just it. When you know someone for a long time, like you know, that happens. You know, I mean, it's inevitable. But when you're on Tao, that's a whole nother fucking story. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing. It's like it's, between friends, it's not that bad. Like I, I would make I would make a couple of bad jokes at you too, but you know, hey, it's because we're friends. But I'm not posting yeah. this shit on. I'm not posting this shit on Facebook or on on. Uh, I'm not posting this shit on Facebook or or YouTube or God forbid, tout. Yeah, so it's just like, um, they need. I don't know how to put this elegantly other than you know, watch the fuck out, really. Yeah. Watch like, what you're fucking saying. Yeah, and it's just like, oh god, damn it, just like, look. Yeah, you can post stuff, but like you know, post stuff like in moderation, or at least be considerate that there are other people, and like other people will look at this. Now, which leads me to the question to you: Do you think later, like much later in the future, these type of incidents with the super star is going to happen a lot more, and then they're going to have to take the tout down because, well, as you put it, it's kind of a bad idea. It can be a double-edged sword. I'm looking at this in both. I'm looking at this both. I'm looking at this in both ways. Where it's like, I'm. I heard like the thing is, it's all. It's a bad idea. Period. 
And I'm pretty sure they're gonna tr like. I'm pretty sure even the wrestlers are like they're not they're not gonna fucking use this all the time. I'm pretty sure a lot of the wrestlers don't even want to use it. I'm pretty sure a lot of them will intentionally sabotage themselves so so they cannot use it anymore. You mean like you think Tensei might have sabotaged himself? Maybe. I'm I'm in the category just like I'm like like I don't see like I just like I don't want like I don't want to see 15 second clips of everyone. Like I can see someone like Zack Ryder who need whose gimmick is part of his gimmick is to have something like that. Like I don't mind that, but it's just like uh, everyone. And like that, it's like I'm pretty sure this is gonna send like 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 I said, I'm I'm looking at this more like you know they, they can use this time to uh, like realize what they're trying to do is wrong. But at the same time, you know I do see them like I do see them like not finding a very good way to express their feelings in a, in such a matter that we have stuff like this. Where I think they're going to do more damage to themselves more than they're trying to say, fuck off, I don't want to use tout. Yeah, and here's the thing, though, is that, like, after that um, Lord Tenzai tout incident, WV responded with a statement saying that, while in character, Lord Tenzai clearly took his storyline too far and he will be reprimanded for his inappropriate comments. So, first part, no more while Queen's in No more Queen's Blade DVDs for you, young man. <laughs> Aww. Boo. <laughs> um, but I guess the reprimand by reprimand, I mean having like a main event tier match with Seamus. Or being like killed, uh, or like being killed by someone like Seamus. Like, like having a match where like literally it's supposed to physically, it's like physically just in like... It's just like it's physically daunting to them. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, so how long would you give Tout like before they take it down or just nobody fucking uses it anymore? So on the same time that we just on the same time frame, we go we go back to two hour Raws. So around December. Around December, if it if it's by January. I will go on tout, and I will leave my shoe on tout for 15 seconds. <laughs> I'm going to hold on to you. Yeah, I'm going to hold on to your word, by the way. And I am, a, I am even going to put this on the post page that's gonna, that count out podcast is going to be on. I will say right under the introduction, just like, P.S. Ramsey's Rivera will eat his shoe on tout if this service goes on for longer than January. Because it's like, okay, WWE, like, here's, here's the thing that, that this might bite me in the ass later. I just realized that, that WWE actually invested money in this. So it's like, holy shit, I might be, I, I might be eating my shoe regardless, but like, I give it a good six months before the, the last, before they start shove, before they stop shoving tout up our, up our mouths. Well, you also have to keep in mind, there is one other thing that WWE invested on money and failed miserably, XFL. True, but and the good news, the good news with the, with tout, it's like, I, I, it's like a couple of like couple of like what a couple of million dollars, like whatever. That's like you know I wipe yeah. my ass with that much money. That's what um that's what that's what uh visit man thinks when he when he when he puts down that much money. Yeah, but then again, like I don't know if that's even any consolidation considering the WWE lost like five hundred million dollars in their stock alone. 
Hey, it's a lot yeah. of zeros. It is. So there you so, go, ladies and gentlemen. So it's like, like they're gonna shove it down. They're gonna shove it up. They're gonna shove it down our throats. Six months time, we're gonna completely forget about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I completely forget so about. We're gonna months. just drop it. Like we're gonna be like, you remember Tout? And you're gonna be like, fuck you. <laughs> All right. So. By the way, guys, can I ask for a favor? Go on. And this is, this goes out to anybody listening. If I ever end up on Tout, and a video ends up of me on Tout, like a certain person that 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 like a certain person from another podcast that we know that got on that actually got on the show, I want you or anybody else to shoot me. <laughs> can I just can we just tase you? That's a little bit more fun, you know. Okay, fine. You can tase me. Okay. That reminds me of the French guys that made that that modified their genesis to actually shock pe- to to with, with shock collars. Oh, I think I vaguely heard about that. Yeah, those are fun. It's like I think no, the, the most ridiculous one they actually modded they, they they modded and then they like they have like the modded games where it's like it shocks you, but the added value is a shock. One of the games that they added, one of the games that modded was Battletoads. Oh fuck! I'm like. N- Exactly. Oh. So you know what? Oh. we're about to hit the two-hour mark here. So you know we should. Yeah. I think we should so you know what? Let's. Shop. Yeah. Let's just let's just make it out like Battle Toads, okay? Let's yeah. Close the shop. Alrighty then. <laughs> so you can find us at www.plasticjoint.com. Again, the address is www.plasticjoint.com. So. For... Alright. Okay. You can finish up. Alright. So. For Plastic Joint and Count Out the Wrestling Podcast, I'm Stan the Man. That was Ramsey Rivera saying, Feed me more! Fans, we talk so much about what a night this was, a history-making night. It's the biggest crowd ever to see a televised wrestling event on cable TV, and you're a part of it.